Hello and welcome to episode 18 of the Better Sweden Companies podcast. We all have lost someone we love, or at least will do so at least once in our lives. And it is one of the hardest things to go through and one of the hardest things to talk about. However, I believe that after losing a person that we love, whether it's due to a breakup, demographic shift, or even death, there's always a lesson to be learned. There's always something that changes within us, a change that we go through that is very, very important for us to actually acknowledge. So in this episode, I want to share with you my personal experience with loss and how I dealt with them and how I've learned so many lessons from losing people that I love. So before we start, as usual, I hope you're not comfortable, but if you are, Then let's get uncomfortable together. Hi. So as I said in the intro, uh, this is a very uncomfortable episode. It's a very hard one to talk about and I will have my full vulnerability on display. However, I believe that by sharing this, I might be able to give you some insight into things that you need to think about or perspectives that maybe you haven't known before. So bear with me, it's going to be one uncomfortable ride. So it started with me six years ago in 2016, shortly before I was graduating from high school that I encountered my first loss, per se. It was my father. And the way it happened, I was, I was going to the gym uh, after school, very hyped up, ready to go into the gym and feel like a king. When I get the call from my father telling me that he's at the airport and he's going back to Syria. He doesn't know how long and he just wanted to let me know. So for me, I'm not blind. I knew that uh, my parents had their issues, but it struck me. I went into the gym that day and I felt kind of lost and I didn't know what to do. I trained harder than ever that day, but at the same time, I didn't feel like anything was effective. And I didn't have time to think about it or dwell too much because I knew that I had to study. I had to write my thesis and... I immediately had responsibilities. I immediately, the first thought I had when my father told me this was, my little brother is going to need me very much because I know how much my little brother loved him and my little brother was 10 years younger than me, is 10 years younger than me. So at the time he was seven and I knew immediately, he was my first thought. I immediately thought about responsibilities that can get me away from thinking about my dad leaving. I also had to think about my mother and what she has to be going through with our family business and with my dad leaving. So I forced myself into realizing that I have so much to do now that I don't have time to think about the pain or about my dad leaving. Shortly after, I think it was two weeks after or three, my girlfriend at the time broke up with me. Unexpected, truly unexpected. I did not even know why. I cannot tell you why 
It was shortly after our second year anniversary when she told me we need to talk. We sat down and she basically ended the relationship. This one broke me, literally. Like, after this, I remember just on my way home calling Manara, my best friend, and telling him, hey, dude, she left me. And I burst into tears. I was in the tram and I think I realized that I lost two very important things in my life shortly after each other. But I didn't have time. Again, I have to finish school. I have so much to do. I have to study the family business. I need to help. My brother is not doing well. My mother is not doing well. And I knew that I had to do what I can to help everyone around me. But the day my ex broke up with me, I went back home and I started crying like an idiot. I cried so much that I literally cried myself to sleep in the afternoon. Um, I woke up in the middle of the night. I was exhausted, very, very tired. But I had to move on, you know. I had to wake up the next day, go to school, and then go help out at the restaurant and make sure my little brother is okay. And by having so many responsibilities, I was so distracted from thinking about myself, my feelings, or anything. So I started pushing them down way deeper into my stomach, actually. And I didn't want to feel anything anymore. I cried a lot, but I didn't allow myself to feel the pain. I released it through crying and then immediately moved on to the next task. And it kept hurting and I, I, I didn't learn anything from it. And this was the thing that bothered me the most is that all this time of pain, I didn't actually know what am I supposed to learn out of this. It kept going. I finished school. I started working. I started university. I stopped university. It was a roller coaster of emotions. Two years after my girlfriend broke up with me, um, I encountered the third loss. And this was by far the most surprising, shocking, and painful one that I've had to go through so far in my life. Because it was more than a friend to me. He was a mentor to me. He actually taught me how to talk to people, how to work, how to be disciplined, taught me so many things, really, even how to smile at people, like so many details about life that I didn't know before, I learned through him and in, on, a, on a cold morning in September 2018, so four years ago now, I got the call that he ended his life. And to say that I understand why is a lie. Because I don't think you will ever understand why somebody does something like that. I can only imagine how he must have been feeling. But of course you don't know that beforehand. And this, this got me back so many steps because I didn't resolve my previous losses, which were my dad and my ex. 
And now I got a new loss that I have to cope with. And everything in my life at the time reminded me of him. My work, um, my car, my home, everything. Even my friends. So it was very difficult to get away, very difficult to get distracted. But then again, I needed to move on and I needed to attend to my responsibilities, to my job, to my family and to myself. But I always had myself last on the list. Six months after the suicide, a friend of mine got a burnout, a very severe burnout. And I was the one sitting with him when he had the final episode, I call it. Thank God he's fine now, but I remember seeing the fear in his eyes like I have never ever in my life seen fear in anyone. It was a reflection of my fear in his eyes because he saw how scared I was because of what he's going through. And I truly cannot explain what I saw in that person on that day, but he was also a very dear friend to me. And given that six months beforehand, a friend of ours killed himself, I was terrified, truly terrified. And I still get terrified as soon as I see someone not doing well, because I had have a bad experience with someone actually taking the steps to end it. So I get very, very scared and I feel like I don't want to lose anyone that way again ever because I can truly say that it was the most painful thing that I had to witness so far in my life. After the burnout, my grandfather died. That was last year. So... He was more like a best friend to me, to be honest. We spent so much time together. I used to prank him a lot when I was younger. So it also happened unexpectedly. It just happened. One morning he woke up, couldn't breathe much. And recently, um, seven months ago, my girlfriend broke up with me again. Also, I don't know why. She just said that she couldn't continue. So all the losses I've had to endure were never something I inflicted, were never my problem or because of me. They all happened to me. However, I don't see life as happening to you. I see it as happening for you. Now, I might say, how the fuck is life happening for me with all these painful, traumatic experiences. But I believe it all happens for a reason. Now, that's very dark to say after talking about death and breakups and so on and so forth. But at the end of the day, we are all here for a limited period of time. And which brings me to the lessons that we that that I want to share with you, the lessons that I learned after losing six people in six years. The world, will, the world will never stop moving. This is number one. And as you can see, it's very difficult for me to talk right now because so many emotions are running high. But I feel like I, I really need to share these six points. So number one is the world will never stop moving. 
not when you're grieving, not when you're happy, um, not when you're angry, not when you're broken. It will never stop moving. The earth is going to rotate. The sun is going to do its job. The moon is going to be in our orbit. And the universe is going to keep expanding. People are going to go to work. People are going to be happy. People are going to dance. Even at your lowest points. So, um, we always need to be moving as well. We can't just stop life. It doesn't work. Life will never stop until we die. So, I, I learned this because after every heartbreak I went through, after every painful moment I've been through, every time I was sad, upset, and I felt like I want the world to pause, I went out for a walk because I always walk when I'm devastated. I went out for a walk and I realized that life was exactly the same as yesterday. And it's going to be the same as tomorrow. Everybody's going to be moving. Everybody's going to be talking on the phone, driving, um, shouting, honking, or whatever. So for me, while I was walking, life was on hold. But every time I looked around me, I realized that it's not. And it will never be. It can never be on hold. So we got to keep moving. Every time you feel like you're broken, you're not. You can still move forward however you need to actually be able to reflect and be able to understand that it's okay to be sad which brings me to number two just because you are grieving doesn't mean you can't be happy because when you're grieving there is a reason for you to be sad however you need to remind yourself that before this reason occurred, you were happy. Don't let sadness override your happiness. We can be happy in our core and have moments of sadness. That's normal. Nobody is happy 24-7. Nobody is laughing 24-7 or smiling. We all have our downs. But don't let the downs make you forget that you have ups, that you have beautiful things in your life, that you're actually happy. Just because you lost someone you love doesn't mean you're not allowed to be happy on your own. Because you have other things to be thankful for. You have other things to cherish, to be happy about. So it sounds ignorant maybe, but I don't care. It's true. After my grandfather passed and after my last breakup, I bounced back incredibly quickly. Not because I'm heartless or because I don't feel anything. It's because I know that I carry the sadness and I looked into my sadness and I had my final words for each chapter ready and then I let go because I knew that I wanted to wake up the next morning willing to move on, willing to live on, willing to be happy. This is not ignorant. You taking care of yourself is not ignorant. Which brings me to point number three. You need to accept and acknowledge every loss individually. Every loss is unique. Every loss is different. Whether you lose, you lose someone you love because of death or a breakup or someone moved away. They're all different. Even if it's the same cause, it's two different people or two different losses. 
You need to accept each individual. You cannot just say, I accept all my losses now. Take, it, take, take time if you've never actually sat down and accepted and acknowledged, acknowledged losses that you've had before. Sit down and do that because it frees you. It, you feel like a weight is lifted up uh, from your shoulders. And I did that um, in a kinesiology uh, session where it's energy healing. And I did the session. I didn't, I didn't think much of it, to be honest. But after I left, I think two weeks after the session, something very, very awkward happened to me. I was sitting and I just burst into tears. I, haven't, I hadn't cried for such a long time at the time. And I just burst into tears and I realized that I had so many things that I have never accepted or acknowledged. And once I did accept and acknowledge each one of them individually and I actually understood what is so painful about each situation, then I was able to completely let go and move on. And since then, I have dealt better with losses because I immediately understand that I need to accept and acknowledge that this loss happened in the past. It's gone. And tomorrow is a new day. It's very cliche, but tomorrow is a new day with a new beginning. Every time you lose someone, you get a new beginning. Point number four is not every person you love is supposed to stay in your life forever or will stay in your life forever. We try to think that we will be able to keep all our loved ones healthy and happy alongside us. But that's not the case. It's not up to us. What we can do is give our best and be the best version of ourselves with that person, for that person. But once a person decides to leave us, it's their decision. And we need to respect it. Because they would need to respect our decision if we wanted to go. Once someone tells you that they don't want you in their lives anymore or they want to leave, they have their reasons. Whether you like the reasons or not, that doesn't fucking matter. What matters is don't be with someone who doesn't want you or don't force someone to be with you just because you love them. That is a very important lesson that I learned. And this is why I let people go. If someone wants to go, I completely understand. And I accept. And I wish them the best. My ex-girlfriend uh, got married recently. Um, when, when friends of mine heard about it, they were like, Oh my God, six months only after you broke up. and blah, blah. Well, I let her go. And I accepted it. And I truly wish her the best. If you're watching this. I wish you the best with your new husband. I hope you're having a good time. You need to just move on, you know, by holding on to the past. You will not be able to advance anywhere in life. You will be stuck. And I don't like being stuck. I don't like not moving forward. Because our time on earth is so limited. There is only one direction I like to move in. And I'm not referencing the band. <laughs> it is the only direction I like to go, which is forward. 
to learn new things, to see new things, to do new things. So we need to accept that sometimes we need to let people go. When they want to go, they shall go. Because for them, moving forward might mean moving forward without you or me. And that's fine. Because they will move forward in their universe and I will move forward in mine. We will keep moving forward, maybe in parallel lines. Maybe we'll meet again, maybe we'll never meet again. But as soon as I let a person go, I don't have any expectations of them coming back into my life. I had that after my first relationship and I had that when my dad left. I always had the hope and the expectations that both of them will come back into my life. Well, they did, but not the way I hoped for. It's a very casual thing now, but I'm fine with it because I moved on and they should too. And they did as well, which is a very good thing. I don't want anyone to dwell so much about losing me as much as I don't want to dwell about losing anyone. We are all alone in this. However, we're never truly all alone. We always have somebody or something to lean on. Worst case, best case for some people, we have ourselves to lean on. We have our power to rely on, to keep moving us forward. Which brings me to point number five, which is pain is temporary. It's maybe said too often, but it is true. Pain is temporary. Even your physical pain, your body adjusts after a while. And it's the same with our hearts, our minds. Once we experience internal pain, we need to understand that it's not going to last forever. It's not. Because we will find something else. We will find something else that will make us happy again, whole again. But we shouldn't rely on waiting to find that thing. We need to be able to find what makes us happy within us. Whether it's following a passion, whether it's having a new hobby, whatever it is. But pain is temporary and you can decide how long it lasts. I'm not saying to be like a robot and experience heartbreak and be like, okay, this heartbreak is allowed to last five minutes. I don't mean it that way. I mean, you get out of a painful situation. You can stop the pain by understanding, accepting, acknowledging that this pain is real, is here for a reason, but also by knowing or thinking about what you can do next, how you, can, how you want to start your next chapter. Because it's only as painful as you let it last. And the longer you dwell and blame and um, hate and um, resent certain people because they left you or because sometimes people resent others for dying and blame them for dying. I mean, come on. When a person leaves, it's time for them to leave. Whether they want it or not, once a person is not in your life anymore, the chapter is over. It's time to turn the page and start a new one. And 
decide to stop the pain and work on your own medicine, which is, for me at least, physical workout. Training just helps so much with dealing with pain. Instead of sitting, eating ice cream, as promoted in movies and series, you should get out and get moving. Because when your body moves, your dopamine levels are higher. And you can actually start to feel something other than pain. So you go, you work out, you run, you take long walks, um, you go play tennis or you go paint something. But just keep yourself moving. You need to move, you need to do something rather than just consume media and consume junk food. If you want the pain to end quickly, you need to act accordingly. Point number six, and this is the most important one. Sometimes the toughest heartbreaks teach us the most valuable and important lessons. As I said, um, it took me a while. It took me a couple of heartbreaks to understand how to deal with heartbreaks. And I decided to deal with each one of them individually in hindsight. However, now I'm at a level that I'm dealing with each loss that happens or each setback that happens immediately because I don't want them to pile up again and then explode on me. I'm dealing with them one at a time. And this is for me the better way. Each one has his own way or her own way. But I believe that we should respect and enjoy every setback and every heartbreak because we will only be able to live and feel each heartbreak once in our lifetime. Only once, so it's special, it's something unique. It's a special lesson behind it, special memories uh, tied with it. So learn the lesson out of each heartbreak, but don't let it break you entirely. A heartbreak doesn't mean a whole break. It means pain, but as I said, you are in control of when you want your pain to end and how you want to move forward. So I hope this episode has brought you some clarity about this topic. It wasn't easy for me to share, which I think you can see if you're watching it on YouTube. Um, but I feel very good about sharing this. And I'm very thankful for every, for every person who's listening. I'm very thankful for every new subscriber I'm getting, for every new message I get from you guys. If you like this content, please like and comment uh, on this YouTube video. Share it with your friends and family who might be going through something, who might need help in any way possible. Let's try to spread the message, spread love, spread posit positivity, because that's what life is all about and should be all about. Making each other happier, living better lives. And I hope I can provide any kind of help in that direction. So thank you all very much. I'm very excited to see you all next week. And uh, one last thing. I love you all. Bye.